You're pretty pretty good at that. Welcome to Between Two Jerk Blocks. We are uh, one thing that we want to focus on today, and that has a few different branches out of it. But the the one thing that we want to focus on is that we have we have a problem here in CrossFit, not CrossFit Edina, but with CrossFit, that people in general they feel some aches and pains. Uh, potentially an injury, but they feel some aches and pains and they quit or want to quit CrossFit, quit the gym. And so the reason why we're talking about that is because last month we had somewhere around eight people cancel, which is a lot for us. We, you know, ebb and flow in Mm -hmm. uh, acquisition and uh, cancellations, but eight eight is a lot. Um, For sure, half of those we're feeling like, or the reasons given were around, well, my knee's just been bothering me. And so I'm just going to give it a break. And so I'll be back in February, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's a reason. Another, you know, thing is this, this hurts. So I'm going to take some time off and I'm going to go do yoga or, you know, whatever I'm going to go, I'm going to go work on my mobility and then I'm going to come back. And so, um, the thing that I'm wanting to to make sure that we touch on today is how that is the the worst thing that you could possibly do is yep. is quit the gym, and I want us to talk about why. It makes sense logically, and I get that, especially if you don't totally understand how the body works and functions. But um, so logically, it makes sense to stop going to the thing that's made it hurt and allow it to get better. But so let's talk a little bit about that. And uh, then I think that we can just touch on some things that people can be doing instead. Okay. So. Can I add one thing to that? Yeah, go ahead. I would also say it's not, it's not just in CrossFit in all areas of fitness, right? Whether you're like to cycle or you're a marathon runner or you like to do boot camps, like to what you just said, like the, the logical thing seems like I just got to stop doing the thing that makes it hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's not always. The yeah. Answer. That's there is. It doesn't matter what you choose to do. Great. We love that you guys love CrossFit. That's fantastic. If you were a Title IX boxer, if you were an Orange Theory person, if you were apparently Barry's is growing, uh, it, it, whatever you choose for fitness, you will have aches, pains, and injuries. And so yep. we've touched on that in another podcast, how CrossFit doesn't have a high rate of injury. But no matter what you choose as far as fitness goes, uh, you're going to have these aches and pains and injuries. So it, the answer is not to just go to another kind of fitness necessarily. Uh, the answer is to get to the root of the problem and we are here for that. So I will ask, I'll pose it as a question for the both of you and you can both answer this and I will as well. If somebody is wanting or looking to just take some time off for their thing to heal, what is your response to them? Em, I'm going to start with you. I want to quit the gym because my wrist has been really hurting me and everything that we do here is rest intensive um i would say that you have a history of dysfunction in your wrist and that is only going to come back after you rest and you come back and maybe your tissues are healthier but you're still going to aggravate them over and over again until it hurts again and you'll just be in this vicious cycle of pain now i need to rest pain now i need to rest and then you'll get sick and and then you won't even want to do things with your wrist anymore. So really my question to you is 
do you want to continue on that cycle and do nothing or do you want to change it so you can be functional so you're saying you're saying that that rest doesn't make it better so i'm just going to stay in this cycle if i just take some time off it feels a little bit better so i come back it presents itself it's again yes right how then how do i get to the root of what the problem is who do i see what do i do you can see any of us we need to i mean it doesn't have to be any of us three it can be a, a pt or anyone that is sports physio related to figure out where the dysfunction is happening mm-hmm. it could be not even from your wrist at all it could be coming from your shoulder sure but sure so get you need analysis right so you're pleading with people to get to the root of it instead of just getting caught in this vicious cycle yeah or you can just take NSAIDs for forever and that yeah. would work too absolutely uh joey what what is your response to the same situation i want to take a break everything we do here is knee intensive and so uh yeah i'll just i'll see you guys back in february yeah so i'm gonna hit this at a couple angles here and maybe go on a little bit of a soapbox but usually what i tell people is it's not it's not about what you are doing that's causing the pain or the injury or the dysfunction it's what you're not doing right and there are i would say probably every one of our members needs to be doing supplemental to crossfit whether that's some sort of corrective exercises seeing dr emily once a month or whatever it is to help continue help them continue to fitness right so whether that's extra mobility work or some strength pieces that they're not hitting on their own to kind of fix that dysfunction or what or that pain that they're feeling and the only way we're going to know what those movements are and those exercises are is either not necessarily just seeing one of us, seeing one of us or another professional that can help guide you to figure out what the root cause of that issue is. Mm-hmm. Because from a programming standpoint, we're programming for everyone, right? Not just you individually. And as an individual, you might need something different to help you keep going in CrossFit or, or running a marathon or cycling or whatever that is. Right. So I'll start to say, to say that it's, it's what, it's not what you're doing. It's what you're not doing. Um, and just like getting stronger and getting fitter, right. Your body adapts to the stimulus you put it on. Right. So if you have a pain point, a weak point, some dysfunction on your body, you're probably not hitting the thing that you need to hit to fix that. And if you do that over four, six, eight, 12, 16 weeks, whatever, however long it's going to take, everyone's nervous system is different and how it adapts. You are going to see that change over time and it is going to take time. You just have to continuously do the thing. Right. Um, and then the other thing I would look at is like, what is your lifestyle look outside of the gym? What does your nutrition look like? What does your sleep look like? What is your overall stress cup look like that could be affecting you from not being able to, uh, or could be affecting your body, which is causing you to have little aches and pains and injuries because your body isn't fully healed from the day-to-day stress that you're doing, or you're not controlling your controllables, which is your food, your sleep, et cetera. Uh, my add to that, I think is a little bit of what M said is that rest is rarely the thing that something needs. Rest is something that your body needs after you have surgery 
um, or after an acute injury, right? You break something, you rest is, that is what your body needs is it needs to rest. And so, but rarely is it the case that people need to just rest whatever is ailing them and then it will just go away. It won't just go away if something is ailing you. Yeah, so it'll feel better. It'll for, feel better. It will come back. Yeah, it will come right back. And now you've wasted two months, right? You, where you could have been fitnessing. So instead, what do we need to do? We need to uh, modify appropriately. We need to modify, but not forever. And so we need to modify while we are fixing the thing that is broken or wrong mm-hmm. and continue to modify in class. So that might look like, um, well, let's just, since I'm looking at Nellie right now, let's just use a real life example where we just didn't have her for the longest time. We meaning Dr. Emily and I just didn't have her going into the front rack position because of her forearm and wrist issues. And so for gosh, how long it felt like forever. Two, three months? Two or three months. We didn't have her in the front rack position. We didn't have her gripping a barbell for that long. Um, And so now she's back gripping a barbell, but she still came and did fitness every day. And so there's so much of our job as coaches is to modify for you. And if we know what's going on in your body, then we can help you modify. Pretty soon you start to learn what the modifications are for everything. And so you can still show up and get a great workout and still move the rest of your body. That's a real life example. I think the other thing that we should dive into with this is, um, is recovery and what that should look like. And here's my direct question is how do I know when it is something that I need to see Emily for or Joey for or Jen for, how do I know that it's something that needs to be seen and given a plan? Or if I just need to suck it up, like, how do you know? How do you know? Yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Cause there's, there's a couple things in that. I would say if it lingers on and you're getting pain at night, having a hard time sleeping, um, you know, that, that, that would be one way I would look as listen to the cues of your body and what it's telling you. And instead of you trying to figure it out yourself, maybe you just need to come up and ask us like, Hey, can you look at my shoulder? Can you look at my knee and see what's going on? And it might be nothing. It might just be soreness and you know, you just, you do need the rest and it'll, yeah. it'll go away, but it could be something. So I would always say like, when in doubt, don't self-diagnose, just go see someone we're here to help you um and we can give you an answer i mean if you have a question you might as well ask it it doesn't hurt just to ask the question it doesn't hurt to ask the question and remember that our like i just said our job is scaling our entire job is to keep you moving in life and keep you fitnessing and so the last thing that we want is for you to to stop completely and so ask is this something that needs to be, you know, seen by chiropractor, seen by an orthopedic, seen by who? Who should I see for this? Right. I mean, I'll use my myself for an example. When I tore my rotator cuff, my supraspinatus, I, you know, it felt fine during the day. I was still able to do a lot of things, muscle ups and, and stuff like that. And the the thing that was alarming for me was I had the pain at night when I was sleeping and that is when I knew I was like, I need to go 
see someone. So yeah, think- nighttime pain, everybody is a big indicator of you should probably see somebody, whether that's somebody in the, in the gym or, or making an appointment elsewhere, just as a heads up. I'd also like to say, I, and this is something that I kind of talk to about my clients because I, you know, work with a lot of those of you who see me in here, I do work with a lot of 60 plus year olds and, um, I, I, I kind of go two ends of the spectrum. So one side you have normalizing your chronic pain and saying, okay, that's just something I have to push through. I'm going to, I have, I have this pain. It, you know, it's okay. I'm just going to push through it. And then the other end of the spectrum is pain-free forever. Right. And the truth lies in between the two. And we want to be more towards the end of pain-free forever. But if you continue to show up and you continue to do things, whether it's CrossFit, mar- running a marathon, cycling, you know, yoga classes, whatever it is, you are going to have these little aches and pains and things that do show up. And, and, and that's okay. We want to push, we want to push through the discomfort a little bit. So understanding the difference between injury and pain, but then also looking at like, if we're on the other end of the spectrum, normalize your chronic pain and we're pushing our body too far and we're continuing to get hurt, that is also not okay. Right. So there is never going to be a point where it's like, Hey, I'm going to be pain-free forever. So if you go see someone that says, well, these three exercises are going to solve all your problem and your pain is going to go away forever. Like that's, that's not true. But then you also see someone that says, okay, you just have to push through the pain. That's also not okay. So it, like I said, it lies in between the two. We want to stay further to the right. Um, but then understanding the difference between pain and injury as well. Uh, anything else we want to touch on with this? Do we want to talk about recovery a little bit and what that looks like and how that can play a role into preventing you from getting hurt? I think the question that people have is when it comes to recovery, we get two, we get two different kinds of questions. Like what are the things that help me recover the most as far as bang for my buck and meaning like devices, nutritional, do I have to have my protein shake right after my workout? Does that help me? Like, bank from book buck and on the other side of things when do i know that i need to to rest and recover and that question i don't think that we can answer on a podcast because it's very individualized so you know we can we can we should just stay away from that one because the the theory is you have to know your your own body yep and if you're not sleeping well because you're so sore (laughs) yeah um if it is affecting your life so much you 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 need to recover more yeah um but that, like I said, is super individualized. On the other end, as far as recovery, what do you guys feel is the the biggest bang for somebody's buck? Maybe that's proverbial, but what helps most in the recovery field, I guess? What do you guys think? Biggest bang for your buck that is like a device or... Sure. Okay. What, what are the things that matter most in in... So the things that matter most in recovery are the things you can control that don't cost any extra money, right? Prioritizing your sleep, making sure you're getting enough calories, right? If you're coming in five, six days a week and the right amount of calories and managing your external stress and how you're, how you're responding to that stress. Cause there are things that we can't control work, kids, family, and how we respond affects how our body feels sometimes, right? So those are, I'd say, the big three. And then getting on a good supplement plan 
you know, if you have some deficiencies and stuff that could be affecting your recovery. And, you know, that's where, you know, Dr. Emily's here to help you with that, to figure out what are the supplements that you need to take to help you feeling your best. Um, if you're not doing, you know, those, those are the steps I would take first. If you do, or if you're doing those to your full ability, then, we, then all the, all the other stuff, sauna, cold tub, red light therapy, all that stuff helps. But if you're not doing all those other things, then those don't really matter in my opinion. Um, I would say that the biggest few things that I see from members is that they are bad at resting in the sense of like sleeping, um, any sort of recovery where you would be like actually taking time to do some form of meditation, like stretching or taking an Epsom salt bath or winding down after a day. Like people don't understand how much that affects your nervous system. Um, especially if you have kids. Um, so the biggest thing that I tell people is to try different modalities, meditation, baths, trying to get more sleep, winding down differently with different sleep hygiene tactics. Um, and nutrition is a big one there. That's helped a lot of people. Uh, I'm going to say the same thing in different words. Unpopular opinion is that I won't, I won't really talk to people about anything that costs money in recovery until they do sleep really well and until they do uh, macronutrients really well um, versus like calories, like you said. But let's not let's not talk. Let's not talk about all the things that could be helpful in in recovery if you're not, like you said, not doing those things. Um, if we are going to talk about the things that maybe cost money or take some time to do, then just make it easy and do like hot, cold uh, therapies. Um, if you're going to dip into the next realm of recovery, that right? Doesn't really cost money. You could do it. No, you could do it, it in doesn't. your shower. You do it in your shower. Just don't scorch yourself. <laughs> um, or they have, they have really, really cheap saunas. Now we're talking like $80, Mm-hmm. bags basically that are that are heat saunas and then you can just get in the shower so that can be you know fairly cheap as well but uh beyond that uh i always just say like i said i i won't let's not even talk about anything that you can spend money on even if it's supplements i won't even talk about it until you do those first few things appropriately i think that's the primary question that people have is okay i'm supposed to recover what does that mean and unfortunately it means the things that we're really bad at, which is go to bed earlier, get more sleep, get better sleep, eat better and do all those things. I mean, you look at a games athlete or any sort of professional athlete, right? That's their full-time job, right? They would not be able to maintain the training volume and the intensity of their sport if they were working 40 plus hours a week and had, yeah, there's no, there's no way that their job is to train, eat and sleep. Mm -hmm. That's it. Which should, should say something to us. Yeah, that is the thing that they're prioritizing. That's what we're prioritizing, prioritizing as well. So I guess you know, basically, what we're saying is our job is to keep you guys moving. You do not have to do exactly what is on the board. If you come and you do something that's similar on the board with class, and you're using kettlebells, and everybody else is using a barbell, thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being here. 
we, you do not have to just do what is exactly what's on the board. And, and I think we have a lot of people that come in and they're like, well, I can't for reasons X, Y, or Z. I can't do exactly what's on the board. So I didn't accomplish a workout. I should quit. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to do that. We want to help you modify. And then we want to give you a plan to get back on track, you know, not have to modify as much anymore. So, um, we are not a gym that is turnkey. We are not a gym that is just, well, if you, you know, can't work out, we're not here to help you. We want to keep you fitnessing. So, uh, speak up, ask some questions, uh, schedule with one of us and we will point you in the right direction. Right. And at least get you on the right path. I'd like to add a little just mindset shift there is, and this is something that I say a lot to my clients too, is when these aches, pains, injuries, whatever you want to call it, show up, if you were not, if you're, you weren't continuing to strengthen your body and build, you know, a healthy, good cardiovascular health, imagine how your body would feel if you weren't doing these things. And you'll, you won't know that because you're continuing to do this stuff. But if you didn't do anything, how much worse would your body feel? How many more injuries would show up? So which problem do you want? Yeah, exactly. Do you want the Pick- problem of having aches and pains because you're getting stronger? Or do you want the problem of having aches and pains because you're sitting on your couch? Yeah. They feel different. They look different. They're both aches and pains. For sure. Good. All right. Thanks, guys.